We were 14 going to under 18 raves, leaving the house at like 9.30. I want to be thinking about it. See, I think about food. <laughs> like, tell me, like, what, what, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you just said what now? Spit in my mouth. <laughs>
listen. Hundred you know? percent. And, and you know what it is like you you set their um, habits from early, so mm-hmm. they get into Facts. their mind that life is for living. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, to be active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we've true. even started the chart again now, so like we have a week chart, and every activity they went to do, like make their bed, yeah, yeah. not wet the bed, and all of that, mm-hmm. they get a star, and at the end of the week, they'll get their coins to put in their piggy bank. Yeah, no, I think I mm-hmm. think it's good actually because T and S where they do athletics on Tuesday, mm-hmm. they've got performing arts. And then they have um, Friday is swimming. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday is boxing and self-defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, boxing. Mm. Yeah. Right now, my daughter just talks back. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's, at a, she's at the age of, I don't respect you. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's good because I, I would have loved to do as many like, extracurricular. I did athletics. I did, I did, I did, yeah, I did netball. Swimming <laughs> and netball. Piano. I did netball. Oh, I did quite a few. Do you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I did, I did quite a few, netball, to be fair. I was in the choir. And then I did the... Not the trumpet. There's another one that's Recorder. like a, no, that's like a trumpet. It's a trombone. Is it like yeah, is it the, the sax? You got a trombone. Is it slidey thing? Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. Were you good at it? Of course no. not. <laughs> <laughs> I want the kids to do piano though because that's I really like piano. Good for your I learned piano when I was or keyboard actually. Yeah. When I was younger. I'm jealous of everyone who knows piano. Yeah. Same. Do you know that's how like, to play a musical instrument? I I. I I had that's, like a no, that's, a no, that's a no. That's a no. No, it is a no. It's trying to pressure me like I was trying to style it up. So speaking of music, I know you kind of refer to your podcast as like an alternative to an album. Yeah. True. So talk us through that a bit because I found that quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, like I grew up making music. Mm. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um and eventually I got into the music industry and they wanted albums out of me. But albums didn't suit me because the way it works is you need a single, that single goes on the radio mm-hmm. and, you know, you run up the views and that's how they get energy behind it. But for me, a single's like three minutes at a time, but I got into this thing to really break certain okay, things down. down. So I couldn't run. So I, I, I took all of my musical effort and put it into a podcast. That's so Ooh. creative. Like... Gotta figure it out sometimes. Yeah. So this is so off topic. Yeah. Do you get away with a lot with the way you speak? Get away with a lot. I, I Don't you think you smooth? You articulate so yourself so well. Your voice is just yeah. Mm, it's like, like I'm just like oh, okay. You That's why like, he's married. You sound like, you sound <laughs> like white noise. One of the reasons. <laughs> white noise. White noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, nah, yeah. My wife always jokes about it. Her friends joke about it too. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm just easy. Just. Minding my business. Minding yeah. my business. I explain myself. Oh, that's 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 mm-hmm. good though. Because when we saw, I think I I heard the one that you did with Zizi that you put up. Oh yeah. When I was listening to that, I was just like, this is actually mad mm-hmm. cool. Like it's proper. Okay. Yeah, it was really. I was really in tune. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is good. No, no, was, no genuinely. Like I was, I was just like, no, this is very different. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the word I'm looking for. Really, yeah. try to do it different. Um, I came up with the title of the podcast. Have you heard George's podcast? Mm-hmm. Before I even wrote a line of it, mm-hmm. I, I knew that I need that reaction. Yeah. As long as someone's like, have you heard it? Yeah. And how did you like come up with, or how did you decide on the people that were going to feature? That's a that's a good one. Usually I think about the concept. Mm. So who who matches that? Who's okay. Like in the ZZ one, I'm talking about my relationship with the public. General public yeah. yeah, the general public. Mm. And... Um, you know, we all know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, just getting creative with it, finding new ways to teach, really, to just reach, especially like young people. That's my main mm. 
passion because I remember being a certain age and having questions about why is this like that? And it's all about how the world comes together. Mm -hmm. No one could really explain that to me Mm -hmm. from the perspective that I'm offering now. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I'm going for. You've always been really different from the get-go. Like you've always created your own path. You've never done what other people are doing. How have you been able to stay consistent and motivated Mm. and not? Because if, in my opinion, I don't think you got your... Your what's the word? Your your praises. You weren't giving your flowers. your flowers, yeah, mm-hmm. straight away because they were comparing you to rappers and everything. What you were doing was so foreign to others. So yeah. how have you managed to keep going to yeah. the point that now you're just getting them? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, like I said, I was always passionate about breaking certain things down. Mm-hmm. Okay. And before poetry, I thought I was going to go into politics. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see okay, that. Okay, yeah, I can see right. that. But this became a more viable way of getting my getting my message across, isn't mm-hmm. it? So it all comes down to the message. Mm-hmm. So like I, I enjoy everyone. I enjoy um podcasts, mm-hmm. poets, rappers, all sorts of music. So I'm actually taking and everyone I'm listening to people's interviews and everyone teaches me something, but I can also hear what isn't being said. Mm-hmm. So from there I'll be like, that that just makes me want to write. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes some, Someone triggers a thought that makes me be like, yeah, we need to break it down from this angle. Mm. And um, as long as it's like artistic, as long as it's creative, as long as it's something different, I know people are going to hear it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. I think it was good that you mentioned that you want it to be in schools as well. Mm. Because yeah. Yeah. as you said, we did, we did learn the Macbeths and the yeah. of men and mice and all that stuff. So it yeah. would be, I feel like, especially with the, the younger generation, it would be nice to learn something that they can probably relate to a bit more. Facts. Yeah. I, for me, I struggled in school. I got my grades, but I just felt like, like I, I was, I, was, I fell asleep in pretty much every class. Mm. And it's like sitting there and being told what to remember. That don't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, if we're at a cultural mm-hmm. disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. If if the teacher was able to break things down in our language with our references, mm. we'd probably take it in a bit more. One hundred percent. So I'm trying to I'm trying to do that side of it really. Mm, that's good. More Has there been any ours. blockers? Yeah, always, man. Always, always. There's been like, all right. So really and truly, when I got into the music industry, that was the biggest like reality check. Okay. Because people say all the right things, mm-hmm. and I, and I learned quickly that around me, because I always carry myself like. On some black power kind of thing, mm-hmm. people tried to play up to that around me, mm-hmm. so they knew what to say and they knew how to make me think. If you just do what I'm asking, then you're gonna get to where you really want to be. Mm-hmm. And um, after really about a year of that, I was like, oh, what? just say anything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, why out here? They're mad in the music. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's the industry. Crazy. I'm so scared. Like, I just want to stay away because. And that's why I think I do think Creating your own platform You have to work a lot harder mm. But I think you reap The benefits It's a lot a more lot. rewarding Yeah, yeah. A lot Oh yeah well. You don't know about that Congratulations on all your success oh, oh, thank, you. thank you so thank much you. Thank, thank you, you. Yeah. What's that been like For you guys though Building this you know what? When we first started, we weren't thinking anything. We just knew that we were going to do a live show. That's yeah, one thing that's we always knew. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as as we've gone on, we've learned from each other. We've healed 
each other mm. subconsciously. Mm. And now, because we've kind of healed each other, we also want someone, other people to feel that kind of right. impact as well. So mm-hmm. now yeah. we're very more intentional yeah. and thoughtful on what we're doing. So. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's there's nothing like authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what our listeners pride us, like mm-hmm. what we pride ourselves on anyway. Mm-hmm. And where we our listeners were growing because of that, mm-hmm. it just became easier. Because right. yeah. just when you're yourself and people accept you for that, yeah. There's no games There's no gimmicks Like yeah. it just makes Life a lot easier You mm-hmm. can just kind of Say what you want to say And mm-hmm. it not be misconstrued mm-hmm. Because they just get you Yeah mm-hmm. They've understood so, us for a while I think yeah. the people That get confused Are new listeners mm-hmm. yeah. yeah What do you guys think Our biggest motivation Has been Because we have gone through The the test of consistency <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> coming on Recording We're just like Oh can't be bothered yeah. But what do you think Motivation What has kept you To say You know what I'm coming back I'm committed to all of you Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I always say that this is a relationship. Yeah. So I know that even just being in the pod, I know now my relationship when I get when I settle down is gonna be so much better because I've gone through relationship situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think the same. And yeah. I also think there's harder things in life that yeah. I've overcome. Yeah. yeah. So for me, just the little commitment. I'm yeah, the, the, the tiredness mm-hmm. or the oh, I can't be asked today. Yeah. That's something that I can easily just get yeah. over. Get over. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. feel like you lost audience reflects you? Like they like you? Um, I feel like when it comes to the younger girls, I think they inspire, they're inspired by us. Mm. When it comes to like girls our age, they can relate to us mm. and they're using us to not make mistakes. So right. they're learning from ours. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to gay guys, <laughs> when it comes to guys, <laughs> I think they um they look at it as like, oh, finally, realistic girls. Cause they think, you know, they think us girls we package too much. Mm-hmm. So I think just seeing Realistic girls mm. I think a lot of women Our age as well um, Are learning People that listen to us Are learning different perspectives mm. We're very three different people mm. With different perspectives yeah. Of things And mm. it's like Okay They might think another way Like for example A listener could think Grace's way And then when I explain something They're like Okay that makes yeah. sense I can do it like that yeah. And I feel like That's where we're I feel like we cover All bases impact, kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. Yeah 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 now What you lot do is powerful Because really In the media when you think about it, we keep people company. Mm. That's true. Especially I didn't London, think of it like that. like that. Yeah, I always That's thought quite of comforting, my yeah. favorite artists like that. Like, it's like when you listen to your favorite album or favorite tune, it's like you've gone into a room to go check someone that you, you really like to spend time with. Isn't mm. it? So you lot are, are that for thousands of people. Oh my gosh, that's actually oh, like warms that. me. Yeah. That's so, thank are you for right? that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what It's wow. true Because like for example Sometimes when We upload late People be messaging us like I'm like I'm driving yeah. Like mm. I need well, you I know, need like, you guys For the road like, I need you yeah. guys For travelling yeah. Yeah. So nice, no, it's true Where yeah. it's just us In the room recording I forget that there's People, people out there listening. Yeah. That's true It's yeah. when we see people And they say things I'll be like Oh yeah you listen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you listen. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also speaking of events, like how was I know your missus like she did like a surprise yeah, but, event for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but your missus is dope. Like, how Never. did she put all of that together? She's crazy. Yeah, I know. That's like, crazy. Yeah, shouts out to Sandra. She's um she's she's got a natural talent for events, but yeah, she's developed she's event, that yeah. talent over the years mm-hmm. and she's like a real event producer sometimes. In fact, we had a job in New York a couple weeks ago and um, we weren't producing the event, but um, she was just able to give the team a couple pointers like, yeah, you might want the light there. You might yeah. want 
But um, yeah, nah, she thinks about things. She's like got a spreadsheet in her mind. Mm. You feel me? So she's got an eye for detail. Mm. She's got a, a mind for logistics. Um, and she's also like my manager in it. So mm. she's able to organize the diary and say, oh, like when, when she organized that surprise thing, that was actually a collaboration with a client, mm. someone we actually worked with. Okay. So I rolled up there thinking we were going for another meeting with the client. Meanwhile. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's so dope. Yeah, yeah. I love her, man. You guys have got Black Love coming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see that <laughs> because I think it's nice. Dropping today. Oh, it's okay. Oh, yeah. So it's dropped today. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. I can't wait to watch that because I think we see all the American relationships mm-hmm. and everything. And as much as love is something that we all understand, mm-hmm. But it's not as relatable seeing it's from someone from your own home. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's nice to kind of see and to know that you guys are basically very different. It helps the likes of us single people to understand that you don't need to look for someone who is just like you. Facts. Opposites kind of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, prior to this relationship, I I used to assume that I'm gonna I'm probably not gonna fall in love. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna have to like reach an agreement. With mm-hmm. someone that I respect, a woman that I respect, and she's probably gonna have to like be like me. She's gonna mm-hmm. have to be onto her um, work the way I'm onto my work. She's probably gonna have to be into politics or whatever. And um, Sandra was was always my bridging. We were always like around each other. We we're very close, but because our basic motivations were different. It just never. I we just always assumed that we would piss each other off if we right. were in a relationship. <laughs> you understand? But um, not growth, maturity, compromise. You mm. you you realize that you don't need a mirror image of yourself. Mm-hmm. You get me? You you need someone that you are willing to wake up and make it work with every day. How is it working with her? I was about to say mm-hmm. because I know a lot of relationships working uh, with your partner. That. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's very hard. How do you separate being in? Mm. A loving marriage And then being When it's work When it's, it's work, work It's work Yeah um, I guess because we adapted Out of a work Oh that's situation. true Situation okay. okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true We From the beginning Had a mind to like Figure out First of all Timing mm-hmm. Like when is it Not work time Okay mm-hmm. um, Secondly The work Pattern kind of like Helped us understand each other's personalities a bit more. Okay. So she knows when I'm at capacity or like when I need a break or when, I don't know, like she can just see me from different angles mm-hmm. and vice versa. I understand her thought process because we got to make decisions, big decisions together mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah, as long as it's, as long as the communication stays respectful and patient, obviously sometimes you're not going to see things the same. Mm-hmm. But as long as no one's, you know, talking loose or... Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can work anything out, really. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how I feel. I don't know if I could work with my husband. Remember I was saying it to you, yeah. Scott? Because you guys were like, you don't mind working for him. I don't think I can work for him. Yeah, but uh, working for him and working, working with, with him is two different things. Mm. Yeah, like, it's not like I'm just giving her bare instructions. You know, it's a literal collaboration. What she's good at, I'm not good at. Mm. I need her. You understand? So, what would your advice be to the black single men? I would say, so a lot of us have this thing. I'm sure you've heard it before. Before I'm able to settle down, I need my 
build my empire, all of that stuff. Because he's my friend. But I hear this every day. Like, he's always like, oh, I just want to get to a point where I'm da da da. And I'm just like, bro, do both. Like, you can do both. I think it's an excuse. So, here's the thing, yeah. I used to be one of those. Guys, I used to have that mentality. And to be fair, I never really let go of it. But what happened is I kind of started, because of my achievements, because of what I had in place, I started, I was able to look further than just the grind. Mm. But I can't really explain it. As a man, this is what I mean about for all of those years, me and Sandra had different motivations. And this goes back to um, school days. We was, we was friends from school days. And she knew like every from like April to June, I'm in the library. You're not going to see me. But she, she was always like, it's not that deep. Like you can, you can go have, a, have an me adult. And and that's me. We <laughs> <laughs> can still eat though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does life, what's life be doing? But now, let me, let me give you something else that I think is the parallel. This is the equivalent for a woman, yeah? Women are very good at communication. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk things through. Uh, if something is unsaid, it weighs on you. It blocks your energy. Mm-hmm. You need to deal with things. Do you like have that. a sister? He's married. yeah. I got two. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I got two sisters. But yeah, I, I love women's psychology. I've been, okay. been we studying do, women. You know for what? Time. Yeah, when something is in your heart, nothing, yeah, you, can, nothing can work. I can't do yeah. anything. I can't it function. blocks your energy. Like, yeah, I can't function. Yeah. Now, for men, that's how we feel about our ambitions, our achievements. Mm. It's like my energy is being blocked. If I don't feel like I I have my pattern, you know, in place or I know what I'm doing with my life, you can't, like, I don't need a hug. I don't need soft <laughs> That's words. I'm always offering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always yeah. offering. <laughs> and this is the base, I'm, I'm telling you, I realized, like, years later, this is what me and, this is where me and Sandra were, were just mm-hmm. different back in the day. Um, she used to probably look at me and think, right, he's a workaholic. Good luck to him. Good luck to whatever woman he ends up with. <laughs> um, and I used to look at her and think, right, she's a she's a fun, she's a fun you in it. Like, good luck to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope everything works out. But um through calming down and not panicking, like mm-hmm. when 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 you hit a certain level of achievement or like confidence within yourself, you know, as a man, it's, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Like every single year I work it out. Every single year we get closer to that goal. So like you're able to look at your relationships differently and start thinking about how, how, much, how much you can give to yourself mm-hmm. as part of a team. But before that, you, you can't even imagine it. Okay. What was that. what was what was the difference in your mental health when you were single and grinding to now mm. that you're settled and you're married and you kind of is that a leading question? I feel like it's trying structure. to get me to promote <laughs> <laughs> my mental health. I'm definitely more supported being married, isn't it? Like okay. mm-hmm. the the commitment of it, the like security of it, like knowing that knowing that that's that person my forever. Mm. That's that's another level of confidence and mm-hmm. stability. But when I was grinding, really, because I'm a poet, I'm dealing with my mental health all the time mm. through my work. Okay, I'm writing, so sometimes I, I I recommend that to people. 
for their own well-being. Mm-hmm. Like, just write a little something down. You don't have to share it with anyone. It's good for you, though. So that was part of my process from mm-hmm. time. Um, but I, nah, I definitely was... Um, I was, my communication wasn't like it is now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I was a lot slower to realize when there's something deeply wrong. Mm-hmm. You get me? Like, but a woman would teach you those, you know, you lot just know. Were you mm-hmm. quite dismissive? <laughs> About what? Like, in what way? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of, of, what? It, like, of, of, his, of his self. Like, no, or... I'm saying, like, let's say, for example, when that situation arises where you do need to be emotional, vulnerable, yeah, I could would be you, ju- you just be like, uh, yeah, looking back, I feel like I. Hmm. <laughs> 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 like so, it's it's getting a bit techy. No, I do. I do feel like there's just things I didn't understand because mm. um, having a, you know, you know, a man's mind is quite simple, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like I believe what I see, and one plus one equals two. And I'm not really. I don't care where one came from or how two it's feels. There, yeah. mm-hmm. You get me. That's, I think that's a typical guy thing mm-hmm. before you learn to c- consistently take in a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a house full of boys. I got two sisters, but I got three brothers, all of these nephews, and I went to a boys' school. I was oh, okay. spent most of my mm. teens in studio in the barbers or whatever. So I had a very male energy around okay, me. Yeah. You feel me? But um, yeah, I, I would say. Being with a woman and understanding that you guys are, it's just mad. Like, I think women are just different. It's mad. <laughs> think of, when you are you saying different? Like, 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 like crazy different. human beings? <laughs> all or... of, all of <laughs> In an amazing way, real talk. Like, I, I, I realized a few years ago, even like the cycle, obviously a monthly cycle, that's, that's in sync with the moon. Hmm. It is, is that, though, you know. Is it? Yeah, I didn't know that. The moon takes 28 days, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So and you it's lot... actually crazy because you know what? My sorry, this might be a bit TMI, but my flow app has never missed a day. Yeah, same. I've, I don't even have one. Oh, oh I, I use one. My flow app <laughs> never misses a day and it actually is in sync with the moon. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's no... interesting. And then God made the moon, so it all came from God. Yeah. Link it back. <laughs> Right, so I so I'm not like I don't I don't know about all of those other spiritual mm-hmm. worshippers. No, but what I'm saying is like you lot are connected to the universe. Yeah. God knew what he was doing. Yeah. And um yeah, so what when I started realizing like the power of a woman and what it means when you're Basically able to line. Grace loves saying about the power of a woman. But it's different. Yeah, Yeah, nice true. It's different. It's just like, obviously, men are magic in our own way. Mm. And it takes, you know, for us all to collaborate to to bring the best out of Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, when when you're young and you grow up around boys like me, you might not know that. Mm. And you said that before you met Sandra that you never thought that you'd fall in love. You thought that you you just might meet Arrangement. a girl that... Yeah. Why did you think that? Was it because of your male-dominated, like... Yeah, like, what? Because for women, most of the time when we have that, it's because we've been, to, been, been, been through something. Mm. But was it just a mentality you just had for whatever reason? Literally my natural mentality. That's so crazy. Like, whatever I had been through showed me that I, I'm, I'm probably never going to 
developed that emotional intensity mm. to like to want to need someone for the rest of my oh. life. I didn't believe that was possible. Literally, I didn't believe that was so possible. So when it hit you, what did you, how did you feel? You must have like, you must have been like, like a ton of bricks. Like. <laughs> yeah, when it hit me, I was older. I was, by that time, mm. I, was, I was like a little more mature. I think mm. I was 28. Okay. And that's when I started being like, I can, I can build my whole life around this woman. I want to do, I, I just want her. Like, I have no FOMO. That's the other thing yeah. as well when you're young. Mm-hmm. You don't know, because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Really, who you are and why you're here, you don't know what you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. That's why people end up, you know, like moving scatty because they're not really sure of yeah. who they are. Who they are. So, by the fortunately, by the and I always say, like me and Sandra were friends from like 15 years old, mm-hmm. but if we had got together before that, it I, might not have worked. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Timing is definitely timing is important. very important. Mm-hmm. That's important. Real. It's true. So what like three things do you think it takes to have like a real solid relationship? In your opinion, obviously it's gonna be different for everyone, but Mm. for you. You know it is, yeah. You you need to have confidence in the other person. Mm. Yeah, you need to be confident in that person. Like we might, I'm sure we've all met people or been in relationships where we might have seen a trait. Or, you know, a, 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 a scenario where the person's like, you're, you're questioning their mentality. Mm-hmm, okay. You're like, if you can do that, what would you do what in can this you situation? Do? Yeah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. You need to really be brave and be honest and get in front of it and, and, and be able to address every aspect of your partner's, you know, um, personality. You've got to know who they are. I remember my dad told me that years ago. Know who you're dealing with. Understand their psyche. Understand what they're capable of and what they're not capable of. Because we all got limits. That's true. So that's that's one thing. Um, you Is need. Are you to... okay? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never. Sorry, I, that's an interesting one. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I think that's what makes like. Yeah, it's, it's an important one. Still, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think it's also important to um. Listen, you have to listen, man. Even like, guarantee there's going to be a day when you're not feeling what they're saying. You can't mm. even fix your face. Because <laughs> you're thinking, why? What is this? <laughs> but you can't, and I was explaining this to someone the other day, you can never correct how someone feels. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fact. Thank you. Thank you. And man has said it. Can, can you repeat that? Just, just repeat it. You cannot correct how hmm? it's true. How someone feels. We need Facts. a sound box. Facts. <laughs> Listen, we need to create our own song. We, need, we need that one in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we should be. That, yeah. Yes. You can't. Yes. You can't. And when I look back on my days when I was maybe a bit more dismissive, mm-hmm. a bit more sensitive, um, it's like I calculated that your feelings are wrong. Mm. If I told you X and we're at Y Then I'm not really trying to Hear hear what you're saying right Mm -hmm. now And even though I still identify with the logic that I had I got to realize like You can't correct how someone feels You know like it, It would actually grow you as a man To validate how that person feels Like 
Like, I, I got, you know, we got young people in our lives, nephews and nieces and whatnot. And I see it, I, I see it like sometimes, you know, them being young, they'll make their mistakes or whatever. And um, us having grown up with African parenting, old school parenting, um, we might be more used to the like authority, like correction, don't mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm. Duh, 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 duh. But it's such a different vibe when you're able to um, like talk to them. Mm-hmm. And be like, I understand. Remember, you lot are like kind of youngish, like mm-hmm. cool parents as well, isn't mm-hmm. it? So you can really relate and, yeah. and be like, look, mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Just this is the reality. This is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. In that way, you you see them, you hear them, you validate mm-hmm. them. And then, but if they keep messing up, you know, it's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. That is not correcting how someone feels is very important. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. It's it's hard, but. You have to understand that everyone has a different environment that they've been raised in. So their thought process, how they think, how they reason is going to be different from you. You guys, even, I see as even look at Roman and Jesse, they are in the same household, my kids, and they still reason and react very differently. They're two separate people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's what I think one advantage that me and Sandra have is like, having been friends for all that time, we've already like, uh, maybe our first big argument might have been like 12 years ago. Mm. So we've already been through the process of being like, look, we're different. You get yeah. me? So because we're different, we've got to think differently when Different, we're dealing with yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one thing that I like that you said as well is that um, know who you're dealing with. Mm. But to do that, it takes time and effort, mm. which a lot of people don't want to do when they're in relationships. They don't want to put that effort in mm. to really get to know the layers mm-hmm. of who they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's time, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. if we, and if we're in a culture of fast relationships, then there's always that thing in the back of your mind, like, I don't need to deal with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forget me, I'll be on to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's like... Yeah, but then let's also know when, when to fight and when not to fight for something. True. That's another thing. Yeah. It's finding True. that balance of knowing, okay, this one fight for a bit. Or this one you need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you see people in situations that are not good for them because... Mm-hmm. You know, the effort is maybe one way or like, you know, the, the people are toxic for each other, but they can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I don't, sometimes our generation, we feel like, like it's the hardest it's ever been. Mm. But I don't think it's ever been easy. Mm. Yeah. Everyone goes through some sort of challenges. Yeah. But ours is quite a lot more intense, though. It's intense. Yeah, I think ours is intense because what I f- I always say, I feel like what our generation is actually a mixture of old school and new school. Mm. We actually have to embody both, mm. and it's very hard because I'm still followed by like my mother's tradition. That's why I was raised. Mm. But then I'm also in a society where there's the Gen Z and the new tradition. Mm-hmm. To yeah. actually take both of those in and. Know how find you want to live your life mm-hmm. and find a balance is hard. Yeah. yeah. So would you say one is knowledge and one is lack of knowledge? No. Because I feel like the, the Gen Z, they're so knowledgeable about a lot of things now, whereas our parents weren't. So you're dealing with one side of life where they have more knowledge and everything. More and access dealing with to another but then side. don't the parents have the experience. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And experience a different kind of knowledge. Yeah. Okay, true. Do you think experience always overrides knowledge? No, but I had to have a, a conversation with um one of the young people in my life recently. Um, got into a relationship, and was describing this relationship to me. And much as I wanted to be just you know like only positive about it, yeah, 
I had to say to them, yo, from my experience. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-mm. Mm. And where you've got people around you, you should draw on their experience mm-hmm. to make your decisions. Do you it's mentor young boys? And I, I just, I just, I just give um, whatever advice I can. I was mm. fortunate to bump into someone earlier today, and I've got mad stories about different people. But that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, of course. Bumped into someone um, in Hosden that was like, told me that their wife had DM'd me about their child's. Secondary school application And I responded This was months ago I couldn't remember Or maybe even a year ago I responded But I forgot Um, She didn't Follow up with me But That person was telling me Yeah Baby girl got into her school Whatever And he asked me like Do do you mentor or whatever But It's a thing where If you ask me I'll tell you Mm, You get mm. me But Officially no I wouldn't say I'm like Okay Okay because I feel like as much as like a lot of people mentor young young kids and stuff, I feel like men our age actually really need some guidance as well. Yeah. In mm. terms of how to be vulnerable and how to be mm. in tune with their emotions and communication. Because mm. there's a lot of men I know <laughs> that aren't very, very mad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. For real. Like, yeah, really? I don't feel yeah. like I got any of that girls. training. Oh, is it? Did it? No. We got my mom. She was always like, gave man space to express mm-hmm. how I feel. But. Mm-hmm. With your three brothers, are you the youngest, middle? I'm, I'm, I'm the second out of four boys. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. Four boys, and you have three sisters as well. Two sisters. Two. So yeah, can I just? Six of us is, is it same mum and dad? Oh, okay. <laughs> Ugandan. Are you Ugandan? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why? Why? Yeah, <laughs> One of my good friends, she's Ugandan and they got a big family. Mm-hmm. And the dad, I think the, I think he's Muslim. Mm-hmm. So he's got So when she the, asks, when you ask, she does this. <laughs> she's she's, she's very happy. She's got loads of sisters. I'm blessed. I got strong relationships with everyone. All of them. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. So out of all of you, what number are you? I'm two. Okay. Oh, okay. Regardless, and what, your sisters are younger than you, yeah, Joel? Yeah. Ugh, that's yeah. a big responsibility. It is. It, and I think that made me serious from early. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, even when I started rapping as a kid, I was like, I ain't trying to say nothing that is going to confuse my siblings. Okay, okay, yeah. Would you say you're living the life that you dreamed about when you first started? 100%. Oh, that's good. 100%. Like, like I said, I thought I was going to have to be a politician. I joked with um, my brother Bobby Kasanga about this start of a day where I was saying, like, the thought of being a politician in this country didn't even appeal to me. Mm. I was just ready to do what I had to do. You look at them, man, they never have a trim. When and I, I said about Kevin, I mean. you were. But you know what? When me. we were talking about that black lady politician, <laughs> they were stoning me. We said it. She looks unkempt. <laughs> yeah, we did say it. We did say were, it. Did you use the word unkempt? No, that's why. I, I don't think they use that word. Me with, no, I'm not going to say I'm going to get in trouble. But people that are in her situation, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about political, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Their hair is always mad. My sister was one of them. It oh, like says a, a lot. Like we, you know what that means. You know what I'm talking about, right? Thank and you. Yeah, their hair I was is, like, what, their when hair. I said it, they said that 
oh, black people, why are you looking at her appearance? But the way we present ourselves... It matters. It part matters. of our communication. Like, 100%. No, that's Straight true, up. but biracial relationships, I've noticed a lot of the time... The, <laughs> yeah, because the, white, I, feel, I feel like white men take you as you are more than black men do. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Because my sister definitely was one of them at one that's point. That's one way to look at it, but I saw a video of um, a woman in a biracial relationship. Mm. She was actually married to the man, and she was like, I'm going to reveal to him... My hair without yeah, a wig. I have see you seen that video? I've yeah. seen the videos. And he was bugging out. He was honestly, wiser. Honestly. But, like, let's be real. When Patricia Bright first started with her husband as well, there was some things Patricia was doing. And I'm just like, are you Nigerian at all? <laughs> like, are you a Nigerian <laughs> girl? <laughs> but I don't know about the biracial relationship thing. Mm. My, my thing is like, like, I was, like we were just saying, yeah. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> What's wrong with this girl? <laughs> Are you thinking back to how Patricia was back I in the day? I want to say something, but I need to get myself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Save, save space over here, man. No judgment. Uh-huh. But, um, what was I saying? Yeah, no. Like, when I walked in, you lot commented on my, on my, on my crepes mm-hmm. or whatever, like my appearance. It's part of our communication. It is. Um, and I always thought the, just the image that we're getting mm-hmm. from politics, like the messages, like... They're sad. <laughs> they look stressed No, they look great. Part of it's it. true Because I, I was saying it to you today That sometimes, yeah People want to work with you Or talk to you Just by the way you look, you look yeah. And how you present And, that, like, and I'm not it. even talking about Like being like attractive I'm literally talking about what Being well-dressed Looking clean yeah. and everything so You yeah. can initiate certain conversations That can lead to God knows where Yeah So if you're having somebody That is trying to tell you That he's trying to help you In this world Come But then on, on the other UK, hand They can say Don't judge a book by its cover <laughs> Judge it but that's not that's not reality. We do it all the time. You know what? Yeah, yeah it's true. That's we do true. it all the time. Like I tell my kids. No, okay, so no offense, no offense. Mm-hmm. But Boris Johnson did become prime minister. That's what I'm saying. But he's white. He's a white man yeah, in England. England. Okay, so not do you think it's harder minister. for black people? Yeah. No, I said not our prime minister. Did you vote for Boris Johnson? Even as a white man, right? Mm. Out of all the presidents we've had, who's been the Prime joke? <laughs> Prime, Prime Minister. Who's been, been the, the joke, joke out of yeah. all of them? Him. They didn't. They didn't make. They didn't make fun of Tony Blair like that because yeah. Tony also, Blair was, was a, a bit very more. Handsome, yeah, he had yeah, more caps. Yeah, David Cameron was very true. I don't know if he's trying to cover the bald patch or he just doesn't like to comb his hair. He doesn't even look. People say that it's it's all part of his act. I feel oh, like he, look he looks like those people that put the saliva on their mouth and just do this. I feel like <laughs> he smells of saliva. Be doing that he looks well. like he smells of saliva. What? What? Smells. Yeah, of because saliva. saliva has a smell. So where he does this so many times, I feel like if you I get think close his hair is just like wafer thin. So cut it off. So it's just flimsy. This is the point. No matter what's coming out of his mouth, you're receiving messages through mm. his appearance. Yeah. There's yeah, all yeah, sorts yeah, of other messages going on. That's why the two things I believe, I, I tell the boys, yeah, and I will tell them as they grow up, I don't care if anyone's against this. One, you judge a book by its cover. <laughs> you do. Mm, people do. Sometimes you need to add a bit of like leeway, Gross, yeah. but majority of the time, dress how you want to be addressed. Yeah. People will judge you. Whether, whether yeah. you do it or not, they will judge you. And mm-hmm. two, yeah. you always want to win. Number one is the position. <laughs> no, no facts. I, I say that all the time. It's not about the taking part. We're here to win. That's what we're here if to do. Just come to, I don't care. It's true. If we do, um, what's it called? Um, was it sports day? Yeah. And they come third, fourth, second, whatever. I say, well done for effort, but you lost. Yeah, you're the first, yeah. You're yes. the first loser. You lost. In second place, you're the first Nigerian, loser. Yeah. 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 
You can tell. <laughs> you can tell. It's not me. What was that about? I'm not even there. I don't believe in that. You see your mum, I can't participate in sports day because I will not win. So also, you need to know what you're good at. Nah, so you put your effort when I, you see thing. sports day, you see when it's the parents, I'm ready to go. I'm not yeah. ready. I'm but ready wait, to wait, go. Wait, not even second, like second place. You, no, nah. you didn't win. No, you didn't win. But I you think were the first loser, did. like yeah, you said. But, yeah, but at least give them some praise. Well, no, 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 no. You did really well. They will always I'm get proud praise. Of you. Okay, they will you always didn't get win praise. this time. Just remember, you didn't win this time, but I'm still proud of you. Yeah. That's not I'm raising them. I don't care. I'm not raising them. Sim? No. <laughs> That's the word. That is. It's now tormenting her, this word. No, but on a serious note, though, I feel like we sugarcoat things and we get confused and then we unlearn them when we're older. Mm. Yeah. I'm not telling my children that it's okay to lose. I don't think you should tell them it's okay to lose. However, I do think, again, knowing your child, because I'm not going to... If my daughter's not... In it Or she's not on What she's doing anyway I'm yeah. not gonna be like You must win No 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 that, There's that, a difference Between that What I'm What I what it is right Is if I know For example races, My daughter might not be into No it's, the, it's the mentality no, That I'm trying mentality. to instill in them Yeah If Roman goes for sports day now And he's been running And he knows he's got A He knows he's doing The 100 meters Or whatever mm-hmm. it is Yeah And my son has chosen Not to practice And he knew he had that And he lost Would you expect if he starts training and mm. he's still lost, my thing will be you lost. Well done for the effort. Now you need to re- you need to go back and sit down and see what is it they had over you. Mm-hmm. You need to go and think about it. Okay. Oh, John won because of what? Is he faster? How many times was he training? What was his diet like? How I about if you just a taller, faster boy? No, I don't believe that. I, I always <laughs> believe. I always believe <laughs> the most. I believe it's the ones that are not talented that are the best. Like the hardest I, working. Yeah. Ta- you but see, there might not be the best. I think genetics genetic. always yeah, will triumph. Yeah, but you're for talking me, about I just sports, right? I can't yeah. put that pressure but on my I, child. No, it's not. I can't. Bella I can't. Is a girl is different. But it's not different. I don't. Oh, think... you'd be different with. It's yeah. not different to me. It's, honestly. it's not different. But okay, but okay, I get what you mean in terms of the pressure. But for for me, when I say it's the mentality, if I said to Tia, do you know what, babe? Try your best. If you're taking part, that matters. And if I said to her, okay, you're gonna go on the track and you're gonna win. The mentalities, like the way she's gonna try and prepare for it, De- is gonna be different. I, I definitely think you should obviously make sure that winning is like mm-hmm. the end goal, mm-hmm. the prize. Mm-hmm. But I would never. I'm not gonna be the kind of person to be like, "Oh, you lost. You're but a you loser. Did. You're yeah. the, you're oh, the no, first no, no, loser. I would never call I would my child a loser. You did though. You said no, you're the first you loser. You, I'm, I would no, never I'm say saying, that. No, you said second right, place. But Grace, yeah. are you not like worried that like? They might be scared to lose. Yeah. So what? You have to be careful. It's just finding a balance. But for me, I'm not. I don't want my children to think it's okay to lose. It happens, but doesn't mean it's okay. It's okay and to lose. You, it's I, not okay to lose, children. but it's okay to not win at times. Yeah, but if there's a valid reason. Yeah, but again, but a it's valid still reason okay to, to not win at I times. Because I feel like the men of today, in my opinion, <laughs> I think the men of today are a lot lazy compared to women. Yeah. Right? And it's because no we, we don't, I don't think, I've never heard us women sit down and talking about winning or losing. We think we talk about doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, whereas I've heard conversations where men are just saying stuff like, uh, you know, even when we talk about money, right? Mm-hmm. They, it's always men that always let us remind us what, the average owner is earning. Mm-hmm. You don't really hear women talk like that. Mm-hmm. I definitely think you should t- raise your boys to not be complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in certain complacent. situations, that there's always 
a step ahead. You can always do better. You mm-hmm. can always do better. Mm-hmm. But I'm there's a very thing. I know how it was when my mom, even when it came to academics and stuff like so, that. So I and I feel like I would never ever put that pressure on my mm. child to be like you're a loser or you no, failed. I don't think yeah, I I don't those words that. aren't yeah, comforting. They're not I comforting at I all. I wouldn't. Tell my child they're a loser, right? It's better when you say you're the first loser. Yeah, it's yeah. Better. You wouldn't say it to a but child. One thing I rate with the Asian people, yeah, is the way they instill achieving into their children is mm. mad, mm. right? And I kind of want to instill that into my kids. Like when mm. I think about even myself when it came to school and everything, my mom was kind of like relaxed. And I feel mm. like if I had a bit more of like force mm. on me studying, I'll be, I can only imagine how I would be. Yeah. So for my boys, it's, yeah, there is people that lose, but I'll use the analogy of sports day because I think it's the best one. So if Roman lost sports day, like I said, I want him to have that critical thought process instilled into him mm. to the point he thinks, okay, I didn't win. Why? Do I, do I need to train differently? Do I need to watch my diet? Or is it genetics? Or is it something else? I'm not genetically fit, so maybe I need to do more. I was saying it to my cousin the other day. This is why I like Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't think he's naturally talented. I think he just works hard. Like, I genuinely think he's someone that puts in the work. And he knows that. So he works hard. I, th- I think it's just, you just got to find a balance. I do you know what? Like, and a lot of Asians that instill, same like Chinese that instill, they have actually led by example. The parents are not. Stupid parents. Do you know, although I do want my children to be winners, I also think it's good for them to experience losing. Exactly. Because for me, I don't like the feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me... But that's your not, own thing. Yeah, so yeah, I don't exactly. think it's something you can force your child... No, no, no. It's not, need, you know how you said Tia now has the mentality? Yeah. You need to build that mentality. Exactly. It can't be yeah, like... Yeah. After a while... How do you like, build the mentality? It's your experience. That's what I'm saying. It's experience. Yeah, but yeah. It's their own experience. Yeah. Yeah. Not yours that you're trying to... No, I will never on... explain my losing moments with my ch- children. No, 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 not to be like. So, so you, you can't make it seem like they're winning for you. Oh, what? I'm not, it's not me. Yeah, that's what you're saying. You have so no they have to. That they have, have to money. want to. They have to understand yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what they it has feel to like. Be, yeah, it has I to get be what in you mean. Yeah, no, no, de- definitely. Like, I wouldn't. And this is why I said, even all these activities I'm putting them through, even when I sign them up for it, I say to them that this may only be the first term they do because they may not like it. Mm-hmm. And then we try something else until mm-hmm. we find what it is you like. And then we start going hard on those things. But mm-hmm. I just don't want my children to... Just be coasting. Yeah. 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 And that's what like, I'm saying. If you're don't... doing something, do it to do yeah. it. Yeah. Don't be complacent and don't coast. Don't just let life pass you by. Mm. I think definitely have a goal, have something you always constantly mm-hmm. want to achieve. Mm. But, and but don't things. you lot find as mothers, yeah, that like you're constantly figuring your kids out, like hundred percent. Do you feel like they're like they change all the time? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I do have change. to like because when I was talking to Ollie, my husband, like, there was one time I was like, oh, I, I really enjoy it when Tia likes the things that I like. But what I have to stop myself doing is. Forcing her to like the things that yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because you. I think I subconsciously do it. You, like you, I'll introduce her to something or this type of music. Yeah. And she just like, I'm mm. just like, what do you mean? Mm. <laughs> I know, I get that with my nephews too. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. I think so, definitely embrace who she is yeah, and exactly. what she likes. Because exactly. my daughter is a tomboy. Yeah. yeah. And so and is Tia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not a tomboy. I had to catch myself because I noticed like, oh, maybe with my nephews, yeah. I used to try and give them what I didn't have as a child, mm. where they're not even interested yet. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm lacing them out with all of the, you know what yeah. I'm saying? If like, you saw me and last it's not year time. Christmas, 
I bought how many things do Love I Bella? We bought one thousand things, <laughs> so and I know out of that one thousand things, it's probably the toy, the yeah, yeah. toy that you came with for Random. life. Yeah, yeah, man. But I had to realize, like, in, even in terms of like buying them all of these clothes and and trainers and stuff, you're like you might be just putting your own issues onto them because yeah. Like, if they ain't materialistic, like, where they ain't even thinking about it yet, why are you creating that? Mm-hmm. Let yeah. them come to you mm-hmm. and be like, yo. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. You know? I think, as a parent, the fear is you just want them to be, quote, unquote, perfect or have everything they need. Yeah. And I think for us single yeah. parents as well, we don't we don't ever want it to be like they're lacking mm-hmm. or like a two-parent household is mm-hmm. obviously providing a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think that's why... For me personally, I work twice as hard to make sure that I can give my daughter mm-hmm. everything. Like, yeah. even if she doesn't need it, she must want it. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. I'm like that. And I think it's because I'm a single parent as well. Yeah. But as she, as she gets older, trust me, you start to listen to her. Because even now, I'm, I find myself listening to um, Roman and Jesse a lot more. I find myself, I've realized that Roman likes different things from his brother. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want certain things. So mm-hmm. I find myself, I'm having to stop. Whereas if I had a girl, I'll, I think I'll be more forceful. Because I, I feel I have an expectation as a girl, but where I have boys, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Like he talks about all these weird yeah. toys and I have to go and I actually look, go online and go and look at it. I yeah. think yeah. I think that's, um, yeah, I get what you mean because Olu, like for example, when I'm talking to Tia for Ezra, I might give them choice. Most times I'll give them a choice. Mm. But I also think it's good not to give them a choice. Mm. Because life doesn't give you choices all the time. True. Mm. Yeah, so Olu, like he, he's always just like, no. You're going to do it because I've asked you to do it. Mm. There's no questions about it. Mm. And I do think it's good for them to have, to have it. that as well. Yeah, to have that yeah, as well. Yeah, there has to be a balance. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah, mm. for sure. Mm. Balance, man. Mm. Okay. <laughs> do, you want, do you want children? And how many do you want? Yeah, yeah I want children. I'd I say I'd I be, I be happy. I'd be happy with one. Yeah. But I would love three or four. Do men have like uh, a checkpoint? <laughs> Do men have a checkpoint like we do? Like, for example, we might be like, oh, by this age, I want this many kids. Like, do men have that? Um, so I learned a couple of years ago to stop trying to attach everything to age. I used to do that mm. with, with money, innit? Like, mm. savings need to be here, by da 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 mm. And because I was self-employed, I would always find myself investing my own savings into things. Into, and yeah, okay. Sometimes it would, it would frustrate me. But... Um, uh, we, me personally, yeah, I have my targets. I have things that I would love. And then I have learned to listen to life as well. Mm. It's a journey, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you got to find out where you are to like where you're going to be when you are 35. Yeah, that's See true. That actually, you don't actually think about that. Where am I going to be when I'm 35 that I want mm. six children? I remember when I was, <laughs> when I was young, I thought I was going to have my, my first kid by 22. Mine was 25. I thought yeah. I'll have all my kids before 30. Yeah. And I yeah. had my first Same. one at 30. Yeah, you said 30 some magic. <laughs> Why is 30 such a cat for us? Why yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over 30 is old. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you can't imagine it. Yeah. Isn't it? And you got to see how it really is. Interesting. Mm. How old's your wife? My wife is um, a couple of years younger than me. Okay, okay. okay. She's not 30 yet. Okay. Okay. So do you, what, what would you say your vice is? And I say vice in the sense that you have done all the, <laughs> why are you? <laughs> no, go on, go on. Uh, <laughs> I 
I don't mean like when I say vice, I'm not talking about alcohol or drinking because mm. I think there's different kinds of vice, right? So like for someone like you, I'd think your vice may be singing. Okay. Right? Yeah. So like when I say vice, what what is it that you do to because you're so you're so knowledgeable, you use your brain a lot, you're helping other people, you're supporting other people. Right. What is it that you use to like kind of zen yourself? I'm Literally writing. Really? Writing, writing poems. Like, I wake up at 4 a.m. and I don't go to sleep until 9. I'll just be writing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I said, ooh, like, people okay. don't even hear. Like, yeah. I, 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 um, you know, I read it to my wife, mm-hmm. um, and but I don't know when I'm going to release it or what I'm going to mm-hmm. do with it, but it just makes me feel like. When did this start? When I was about 14. Really? Yeah, was it an outlet? Were you going through something? No, it was just grime was popping off. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So my friend started rapping. And um, because, you know, boy, like, everyone's competitive, like, trying to be number one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so my, my bridges start moving and they start getting status and they start getting re- recognition and connections from being rappers. And I just love music so much. I'm like, I know I could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was writing, like, secretly for about a year. Until like I eventually started like building the confidence. Yeah, too. yeah, I got the confidence. How, how were you good? I was alright from what the beginning. What did all the men think? I was whack when no one heard me. <laughs> and oh, I worked okay, through okay, it. okay, 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 okay. But like I feel like the levels kind of went up. Um, Kano dropped, Gets dropped. All these, even Wiley got like a lot better in a very short space mm-hmm. of time. Who told mm-hmm. you you were whack, or did you just know? I just knew. Okay, you were that whack. I just knew. I don't know if I knew then. <laughs> okay, but like. Looking back now, what this is what I mean about levels um, rising. So because everyone else was good, I was just trying to emulate what they were doing. Okay. So I could hear the gap. I could hear the difference. Okay. I remember um, when Skepta, because Jamie was big, was big before Skepta. He was yeah, big yeah, before yeah, Skepta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard that Jamie had a brother okay. that was like a DJ and then he started rapping. It ended up being Skepta. But like, the way Skepta came out so confident, funny, charismatic, bossy. I would take that, it, you're a fan of Skepta. <laughs> them days, like yeah, like Skepta was like in my top three when I was 15, 16. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but being obsessed with them man there and having all this Bluetooth where you could just send music very quickly. Mm-hmm. What, the Sony Ericsson. Yeah, the Ericsson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Walkman phone. That was mm-hmm. my phone. That made, oh, um, that made me write a lot more. So now, that's what I'm saying, I wake up at 4 a.m. Because of those years, like, I had a long journey on the bus from school. My school was far away from my area. So I'm on the bus hour and a half every day. And in that time, I just started to force myself to start writing, whether or not I'm in the mood, whether or not I'm inspired. Now, it's my my little happiness. Do you get moments where you want to stop? Because, so, for example, I I used to write, like, I used to write blogs and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I've, my friends always come to me to write letters and invitations and the messages to our boyfriends and all mm. of that stuff. Mm. But then I get to, I'm just like, I don't want to talk. To, I don't want to mm. write ever again. Right now, I'm in a like I've had times where I, I didn't like what was coming out when I was mm. writing. Mm-hmm. Like when I left the music industry for about a year, everything I wrote was just bitter. Really? Yeah, like because of the disappointment, like yeah. man coming around me, like yeah, Black Panther thing and. Come, really come down to it Like That's not going it. No but Because when I started I literally My first headline show Was about Malcolm X That's how okay. Locked into this thing I was And um All these 
you know, we're cool now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All these black men came around me, they're like, yeah, you know, like, you know, revolution. Duh, 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 my <laughs> Sorry, dad did this. How old were you? Me, I was like 20, 21. Okay. So like 10 years ago, like yeah. you were still doing power to the people. Yeah, like, all right. So I grew up kind of like that. Remember, I'm a big brother. I've got four little siblings. Okay, yeah. Where we live, it's a little bit mad. And, um, but I knew that I needed respect. I need to be respected in my area mm. for them to have an easier time because mm-hmm. me and my brother didn't have an easy time growing up. Now, I wasn't going to do it with badness. And I always had a mind and I always had like, like values and, and, mm-hmm. and like a, a vision. I'm not obviously I'm not a saint. I've yeah. made my mistakes in it. But I knew that my strength came from wanting to lead my siblings, lead my mm-hmm. little brothers and my and my sister. But my sisters were just good. They didn't need no mm-hmm. um, patterning. But my strength came from being a big brother. Okay. So I grew up that way. And then over time that became developing a black consciousness and starting to, like, where my school was so different. My school was in the suburbs. It was mainly Asian and white. Mm-hmm. So I started seeing other communities as well and started thinking about why black people are in the condition that they're in. So by the time I'm 21, like, I've been like this for, like, most of my life, 90% of my life. Um. So, yeah, if I'm writing, literally the first poem I ever wrote, I was about 13. It was about like black people and the situation wow. and all of that. Is there somewhere I can spit my gun, by the way? <laughs> oh, thank you. Um. Yeah, but I was like that from a, from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's why I wanted to go into politics. Mm-hmm. I didn't. My bridges started rapping, and everyone's talking about shank this, um, shot that, and stuff that, for the most part, weren't even true. Mm-hmm. So I already from the top, I didn't rate that. Mm-hmm. I could take it a bit more when it was true. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um. And um, yeah, so I always knew if I'm getting in the music, and but like whenever I used to have this debate with the man, mm-hmm. everyone used to say no one's gonna listen. Mm-hmm. Everyone used to say no one's gonna listen if you're positive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, be- I just that's weak. Like that's losing. You're, mm-hmm. You you got a losing mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to figure out a way to make the truth Powerful. something that yeah. people want to yeah. listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I came into the industry on that basis, and when I was disappointed, like I said, I came, I came off. Topic I, for for about a year. I wasn't really writing about black empowerment. I was writing about you know the real about the music industry, and I knew to myself like that wasn't that's not your path. That's yeah. not what God put you here yeah. mm-hmm. to do. That's just that's that's the devil trying to draw you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Get me. So, so, so how you, did you, oh, sorry, how did you get back on path? You know what? I I just tried a lot of different things, man. I started, I decided that I wanted to be in the TV industry. Then I started looking into it. I had a couple meetings with some credible people. Mm-hmm. And again, it was disappointing because I'm like, for example, one of the first things I wrote was a little pilot that was a TV show about my life. And the whole point of this was to like eventually put it into schools. What I'm doing now with my podcast, like get in schools, get 
young people to study it so mm-hmm. they, they got relatable content. Mm-hmm. We tried to do that with a TV show and we got very far. We were about to get commissioned and um, the production company I was working with tried to tell me that I couldn't be a producer on a show about my own life. They're like, yeah, you know, the, the network that was going to commission us, they're only interested in, um, they, they can only give that credit to people that have already done a TV show before. Right. I'm telling right. them, yo, like, it's my life. It's my but life. they like yeah. the story. They like they that. Liked, yeah, we got so far. They loved off the story. They were like, it's going to work. It's but not, a t- my story is not typical, typical. in it. So it's kind of interesting when you put it together for TV. Mm-hmm. And um, that man it was just saying the same stuff they say in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't, it's just how it goes. Duh, 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 duh. So I was just like, th- from there I realized, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to come up with something that proves you should have given me that production credit. Mm. And that became my podcast. And really, I was inspired by Dave. Dave dropped a tune called Question Time, mm. which was about politics. Mm-hmm. And that, like, liberated me. That made me feel like, just just, just say what's on your mind, didn't mm-hmm. it? So I started talking more about African politics. I started talking about the roads, the situation of the neighborhood that I was coming from. And, all these things I was learning because I was, after leaving the music industry, I went back to my neighborhood and to neighborhoods like mine. I spent a lot of time in Tottenham, Church Road, uh, Brixton. Mm-hmm. And I was just connecting all the dots. I'm like, nah, man, as long as you lot try and keep us in a situation where we can't really discuss the legacy of everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. So you want it to be like, Black History Month, we talk about some stuff that happened 60 years ago mm-hmm. and now everyone's happy because yeah. mm-hmm. George the Poet or whatever. Um, as long as you keep us in that cycle, we're not going to progress. So we need to be able to break down what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Like if we're talking about youth, youth violence, let's not just be like knife crime. This is the number of people that died. Mm-hmm. Break it down. Why is every community struggling with conflict resolution? Mm-hmm. Why are our young people so scared of each other mm. that they carry in what they call zombie killers and these things? Yeah. There are the actual lingo? reasons for these. Yeah, that's, oh. that's what they call ZK, them Rambos and all of these knives. Like, there are actual reasons for these things, mm-hmm. but you lot are comfortable with us never discussing, discussing it, it. Never getting to the bottom of it. And I can't have that. Wow. That is deep. Yeah. That's like, what, so, so imagine like back in the day, I would have said that to Sandra. She'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> like, I was gonna ask you. Sometimes when you read your poetry, what did you do? Yeah, da 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 da. She's like I said, we've grown together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has she going to love your poetry? Now she she always says so. This okay. is why I have to rate her because even back in the day when we were young teenagers, I used to write my bars on mm-hmm. the bus. I'll come off the bus. I'm on the way home. And I'll be on the phone to her like, yo, I've got a new thing. Do you want to hear it? And these times, it's like a little 30-second verse. Mm-hmm. But we used to play it, like her big brother used to play this game with her where he used to play her rap tunes and she had to catch all of the metaphors oh, okay, and the, the wordplay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so she was like, she, she was liked doing that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'd spit my little figure. She, she would like clock all the wordplay. But she was the first person to say to me, you know, like, when you just read your verse to me and there's no beat, there's something it's more powerful. Powerful mm. about that. And that was I must She's have just, your wow. true love. You know that's what? Crazy. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah, 
I said nothing can inspire me like that. To no one. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't inspired me. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. You're oh, such a That's good. Do you, do you think, um, now I'll ask you, if, you know, I'll ask you if you are living the life you wish. Dreams. Do you feel like you still do you have new dreams now or do you have something else? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. New dreams. Um, it's all about learning. Like you, you gotta keep your mind taking in new information. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you've you your vision of the future evolves, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So like now I'm like a lot of it for me is about how I can help. Mm-hmm. That's how I figure out my career. Where am I going to be useful, bro? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, "Oh, I miss when you did music or whatever." I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be as useful. Yeah. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? I might be more famous. I might mm-hmm. be richer, but I'll just be doing the same. Uh, like, they'll be they'll, they'll be taking away my ability to change things. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the trade off. Like most mm-hmm. of most mm-hmm. of these rappers, like they just keep the fuckery going. Sorry, yeah. excuse my language, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I love them and I tell them and I tell them to their face, isn't it? They're like my cousins. I I I feel for them. But because a lot of them are jaded and they feel like, I think they're gonna change, man. The roads is the roads. We're we're in a situation we're in. What's the point in trying to mm. do something different? But like like I said, like I feel like that's a losing mentality. Are you religious? I'm I'm spiritual, man. Like I grew up very religious. Okay. I used to grow up debate. I used to debate um, about religion on the block. Everyone was was converting to Islam, mm-hmm. and I was strongly Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, it's very hard for a like a you know a black man like myself, where I'm constantly looking for que- for answers mm-hmm. and you know, to not question this yeah, thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot. Questions, questions man. <laughs> it's true, you know. So more time when I pray, I just ask God to forgive me for like if I'm out of pocket, if I'm mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. off rhythm. But you know, like what I, I ask for His grace, I ask Him to work mm-hmm. with me because I have questions and a lot of this stuff don't add up. Do you? So, sorry, just well, just off of that. Do you think you being religious is what gave you a discipline in what kind I of think content? It did. I think it literally saved me from so much. Mm-hmm. Straight up. And and that's, and this is what I'm saying about respect in our neighborhood growing up. Mm-hmm. People knew me for that. People knew that, like, all right. So in my age group, um, when my age, when my generation hit the roads, let's say we were 12, yeah, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. I spent more time with the olders. They were maybe 18, 19. And, but, but the olders liked to talk to me and I liked to talk to them. We could engage intellectually. Um, and and so people in my age group kind of knew that's George's thing. Like, he's just... just so you never got man. into, like, the the hood stuff? The like, road. they all liked you? I was, I was rapping mm-hmm. and that keeps you in the circles. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, you know, like I said, I would... Uh, I made I made some decisions that weren't like weren't the greatest mm-hmm. but nah never like I don't think I you weren't a roadman no no I wasn't a roadman at all mm-hmm. so T what's the difference between like because she asked you are you a Christian or what did you say you're religious. religious yeah mm. you said you're spiritual mm. so what what is the difference between right. you and does Sandra share that as well with you yeah Sandra's 
Sandra's um I say she's probably a can't say like more religious than mm-hmm. me, but like I know that I have my own questions and she probably has her own questions, but I go about dealing with them in a certain way. So I'm not gonna speak for her, but yeah. here's the issue for me, yeah. When you go to Uganda, you realize that all of the churches, the big churches, are built on hills. And the reason they're built on hills is because in Uganda, spiritually, the hills were our um, sites of worship. Mm -hmm. So literally, missionaries came and suffocated us like... They replaced our our um, spiritual practice okay. with Christianity in it. Okay. So I still believe I don't believe that my ancestors, because they weren't Christian, are burning in hell. Okay. You know I don't believe. Obviously, Africans, most of us, we kind of believe, we're aware like there's a spiritual world yeah. in it, mm-hmm. and I would never, I don't take that lightly. Mm. Like we know what people do (laughs) (laughs) people be you know negotiating with them spirits so and I know that like you do need the protection you need some kind of spiritual grounding Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's unfortunate that my ancestors you know kind of got like pushed to the side Mm. so it's not it's not a straightforward thing I pray I don't know if, if I should be praying to my ancestors. I pray to God generally. Mm-hmm. I feel like my ancestors are watching me. I feel like I owe them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here because of them. Okay, yeah. But where does but it But they're come? here because of God. They were there because of God. Right. They they were there because of God. But were they? Mm-hmm. But what? But. Please, my answer is God. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so, so my, my answer. So I'm, it's not that it's not God. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that prior to us getting colonized, before the white man came to mm-hmm. your country, there was no God then. There was God, but it was like for Nigerians, it was uh, the God of something. It was witchcraft. It wasn't witchcraft. See, yeah, but that's, no, it's, it was. it's witchcraft. That's, that's the, that was the why, why has it got to, to be called witch? No, because according that's, to that's Christianity. The, that was the first. Like, that but was why one is of, it called, who named it witchcraft? Yeah, the white man, of course. Yeah. But, 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 but that's, whatever but that's you the pattern it, that we're on now. Like, like, yeah. You have to accept it. You can't do it. You don't have to. But that's what it is. No, but as a Christian, you can't serve two masters. You can't, but then the thing is... You can't know, like, they didn't know. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it doesn't, it's not, I, just because I don't know something doesn't mean it's not a sin or whatever. Just, mm. you're just, you're doing it innocently, mm. but it's still what it is. Yeah. But they, so it's, I can't really. Yeah. I feel like you. I'm like, right, why does it have to be witchcraft? Yeah. Why is that the darkness? But the fact is, you can't serve two masters. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Mm-hmm. If it's not of Christ, then, then it's the other thing. Mm. That's no. the problem. Yeah, now nah, welcome to my world. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I don't feel that. I don't feel like mine. Because at, in Nigeria, mm-hmm. before the white man colonized and brought the Bible, it was tradition, like traditionalism. Yeah, but our tradition isn't based on Christianity. Exactly. It's not based on. It's Christ. not. It's actually based on. You know the spiritual. The world spirit. Before, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Not. So, and that's why, honestly, like there are some things that, in, even though it's in my tradition, and this is where me and my parents kind of. But heads a bit I don't dabble in mm. Because For me It it's doesn't really or... 
Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't like really what? align with what. Like all these traditions and rituals and stuff like that you have to do. For example, my, I, I'm like mm-hmm. you. My mom would be like, oh, they said that you should wash, mm. use this soap. And I'm like, mm. Get, <laughs> I'm not using no soap. She's yeah. like, olive oil. Yeah. I'm like, mom, just relax. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, how do we know it's not coming from God? Because not in the Bible. It's not, yeah, I'd, That's the I thing, just, like Christianity gives you clear instructions. Yeah. That's I, the real of it. And I feel like if it doesn't give me peace, like if there's... Is because, a question, because, like... No, because do you know what? I There's a lot of things that in the Bible that don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I've accepted that. I'm never going to understand because God is not human. Mm-hmm. So me trying to understand God doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for that one, I've accepted. But you see things that don't align with what I know to be God's word. That's when mm-hmm. I'm just like, sorry, yeah. mom, I can't. <laughs> I know it's tradition, but... The word is all we have. I have one question, though. Mm. Sorry, I'm going to have a lot of questions. (laughs) Christianity is something we've all been taught. Mm. Whereas traditionalism isn't. It's something we know that it's been there for time. Mm. Why are we believing Christianity that was made by white men? So that's my question to you. No, I'm asking them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking them. I'm asking her. That's just what I've chosen. That's what Mm. I've been taught. And mm. tra- and to be fair, tradition is also taught, even mm-hmm. though it's it ha- it's, it's it's a based bit more on, organic. Than, yeah, it's more it's, organic. Yeah, but than... if my parents don't teach me, I'm living in England. I'm okay. not going to know anything. Okay. So it's also still passed down. Mm. There are things that people could have added. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Away, and yeah. taken away. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same. And that's and that's what always like like brings me back to my Christian teachings. At the end of the day, like it is a spiritual world, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So if you ain't going with the Christian thing. You got to figure out all of what? this other stuff where you don't necessarily have the instruction. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all sorts of. There's no way to navigate through that because, yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. war yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. That's, what, that's what the Bible says. Yeah. Just a question for you What's the difference between white garment and celestium? It's just the way they practice. Mm-hmm. It's not. What it's is white, a celestial? So celestial there's, it's not white garment, it's CNS. So, sher- um, seraphim and. Sure. It's mm-hmm. and Sile, and it's mm-hmm. not white garment. They're both white garment. So, where is those teachings based on Christianity? It's based. It's both. Actually, it's yeah, tradition. That's what, that's what I'm yeah, it's mm. both Yoruba tradition mm-hmm. and um, Christianity. So, so they believe that it's like connected in mm. some way because there's certain things. So, for me personally, when I go to, I don't know which one it is. Do but, you wear shoes when you're wearing the white garment or not? Both of them, you don't wear shoes. No, no so when you're with CNS, you don't wear shoes at all. Is that your mom? Even no. if you're walking on the road. Even if you're walking on the road, that's oh, Sele. Wow. Okay. With CNS, you just don't wear it in the church. Okay. I don't know which one it is, but for me, when I'm there, I don't feel like I'm on a strictly Christian-based environment. Mm. Mm. I feel like I'm in some sort of like cultural environment and mm-hmm. that doesn't sit with me. Mm. But Christianity is still a cult. But but look look how mad that is. You've now been alienated from whatever your great great grandma. I don't know about you. Are you yeah. Yoruba? Mm-hmm. Yoruba. Yeah. My grandma was one of them. Don't get me wrong. When they know me already, I didn't like going there yeah. mm-hmm. because just all of those stuff. Like in Yoruba, there's thing they say Mulosu Uriuki. Mm-hmm. Like they've they're in a chance and they're up in the mountains feeling the spirit. For me, all of that just yeah. It's the but area. I think does that 
not sit well with you because it's Yoruba black people because it also happens in white churches? I think it's because it's foreign to me. It's foreign, isn't it? Okay, I, but if you, you saw know, if it in a white church, you'll still be. You still feel I think uncomfortable. Uber people are they have their witchcraft no, as well. No, I know. I'm saying, would you feel uncomfortable? Okay. Would you feel uncomfortable? Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, it's so got then, nothing to do. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the um, the actual culture. The cult, it's the just culture. Okay, but obviously, as a Nigerian, I'm really aware of the fact that we dabble in a lot of things, even and then sometimes we use our religion to cover it. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that from watching like Nigerian films or even just being around my aunts and uncles. Yeah. And they tell me stories of stuff that have happened. And a lot of the negative things I've heard has been in those environments, in the celestial CNS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been in there. And for me, it's just like, okay, so what is the basis of this? Is it the mm. basis of... Because I used to think in my head that it was where people try to find common ground or mm. being able to still Do follow their traditions but still worship God at the same time. That's mm-hmm. what I used to think it was. And you don't think that's possible? No. If you're saying your tradition is, oh, in my traditional, this portal where we have a baby, every time we cut the child's hair and put it in there, we give it generation to generation. For me, that's just more like a little thing that you do in your culture. Mm. But if you say, this is all, we cut the child's hair and we mix it with blood and then we mix it and then one child has to drink it or eat it. For mm. me, that's a bit mad. Mm. Okay, but where do they do that? No, I'm giving an example. <laughs> no, I know, like, but I'm saying, but, I don't mind but even, traditions. In, in, even in the Bible, there are things like, there are things where Jesus went to the, like, to the sea to mm-hmm. pray and, I feel like those are things that we do still. Yeah, so like, I know that that's why, like, for example, I believe And we take water, the salt water to put, and I believe and water is, sea water and salt, I believe there's two very powerful things when it comes to praying because, I, I could, like, they, like even fellow said, water has no enemy. Mm. A wicked person will still use water and mm-hmm. a saint will still use water, right? Mm. So like, I understand the symbolics of using water to pray or, mm-hmm. you know, like how our parents, I don't know if they do as either, but, you see my mum like, at night time she's praying she would then use the water and sprinkle it around the house mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys mine's my oil okay yeah, yeah. so my mum would put praying water and then sprinkle it around the house and mm. it would always be the reference of water has no enemy right mm-hmm. so I understand things like that I understand mm-hmm. the symbolic things like that but there's just certain things that sometimes I find really weird like they could say oh go and buy Nigerians could say stuff like go and buy lace yeah like Ankara like some cheap kind of lace mm. and give it to all the old people in a certain village. Mm-hmm. Right? <sighs> right. To them, they're saying it as go and look after someone. Mm-hmm. Right. But for me, is you don't know what spirit those people have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm using my money, I'm, I'm putting it into something. Mm. I don't know what transmit what's getting trans- transmitted. Do you get what I'm saying? 100%. So sometimes that's why I prefer just the simple, maybe I'm lazy, maybe I'm spiritually lazy. That's what it could be. But for me, I prefer the... I just go to you. Mm. I I agree to a certain extent. Sorry, Maxie. I agree. However, I'm not going to say you're spiritually lazy. I think you're very... Not very, but it's kind of naive to certain things that are happening. I feel like it could be misconstrued in a normal day-to-day. If you're giving somebody one pound, you don't know what spirit it is. But you're doing things out of the goodness of your own heart. If someone said to me... Grace, while you're doing this fasting, just take money and give it to those in need. That's fine. Mm. But when you'll be so pacific and say stuff like, go and give it to old people that are in a certain place, I'm thinking, why? Yeah, man. Why do you need to give it to but them? There's, there a, there's be, a transaction could, there. There's no, a, like, yeah. opening yourself to but a spiritual why reality. It, why can't it be like, 
they're saying there's gonna you never know, but it could be that one person, that prayer that they give you mm-hmm. is gonna be your blessing. But this is what I'm saying though. But, but why has it but gotta be taken this is as why. negative? No, nah, it's not necessarily negative. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, you go to Uganda, you see the hills that used to be the spiritual sites. Mm-hmm. The missionaries understood that they need to replace our spiritual practice mm-hmm. with their spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. So where you gotta go to the village and give all of the older people that's a spiritual Engagement. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like Africans, so, and it's either or. Okay, are so you you're Christian basically saying you, or can't, you, you can't mix That's yeah. what the Bible tells you. That's you what can't. Christianity tells you. And I think the spiritual... Like, sorry, sorry. Just, just to give an example mm-hmm. everyone knows about. Moses led all of them Israelites out of Egypt mm-hmm. 400 years or whatever. They got lost in the desert. They start turning on him. Um, he went up to the uh, mountains, talked to God. Mm-hmm. He got the mm-hmm. Ten Commandments. Where did he come? He came down and found that they're worshipping New gods. gods and stuff, yeah. He switched, broke the commandments, did it? Mm-hmm. And that's been the energy throughout. J- Jesus switched when people were moving funny. Like, the it's, there's one, there's one instruction, and that's it. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think that I don't think this. I use the spirit of discernment, and that's a gift that mm-hmm. God has given us. Mm-hmm. That even if you may not have all the knowledge. But listen to the spirit that I've given you. Mm-hmm. So even though I might not know the Bible back to front, I might mm-hmm. not know whether this is this or that. But you see, when my spirit tells me, Maka, this ain't for you, I'm listening to that. Because okay. even like, for example, in the Ibo tradition, you know, we have this masquerades and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I used to go to all these Anambra parties and stuff, there used to be big ones there. <laughs> you can't find me there. I, obviously, I used yeah. to go because my parents used to take me. But... As I am today, you will never find me there yeah. because it just doesn't sit, sit well with, your with me. Okay. It doesn't. It yeah. So mm-hmm. I use the spirit of discernment a lot. Okay. Yeah. You know, I always say God is so patient because He's the one that knows the answer to everything and mm-hmm. knows what is what and everything. And for someone so patient to watch us make bad decisions knowingly and unknowingly. Mm. They know why they didn't get, make me Jesus. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's why I always just, like, off the bat, when I'm praying, I'm like, oh, forgive me, innit? Yeah. Just, just straight up forgive it's me. True. I, just feel, I don't even know what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. I always say, and I always yeah. say that for the sins I commit, that knowingly or unknowingly. Or knowingly yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? One of my so, mm-hmm. was... And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> I really enjoyed this one. <laughs> Thank you so much, George, thank for coming you. Thank on. You, thank you, thank you. So we can plug what you need to plug. Yeah, yeah what you got going on. Yeah. Um, Black love. Black love is all, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Black History Month. We're celebrating yeah. um, my new book, Have You Read George's Podcast? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get them over to you, sign copies. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you listening? Are you listening? <laughs> Amazon and um, yeah, just thank you all for this. Just a quick question, Black Love. Are you guys the only British couple, or are there other British? Couples? No, there's yeah, there's others. Oh. Oh, there's others. Oh, okay, I can't oh, wait. This would be good. Yeah. This would be yeah. good. Yeah. Right. I like that. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. guys, thanks for listening and watching. Follow, subscribe, or subscribe. We're nearly at five k. Okay. Ooh, okay. Let's get, get us yeah. up to five k. Please, we need the you know. <laughs> 
I'm Gracie Beckeridge. I'm Maxie J. I'm Omatosi, and thanks for tuning into the Milf, Milf and Honey podcast. podcast. And we have George here. Thank you. So much. Love. <laughs> 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 <laughs>